0: Everyone, and welcome back to the Riverdale Recap Podcast. Today, we will be talking about the fourth episode of Riverdale Season 6, The Witching Hours. I'm Mary Kwiatkowski, and I'm joined, as always, by my co host, who also plays on my Coven Softball League. <laughs> Kirsten McKinnis, Kirsten, how are you doing this evening?
1: Hello. I'm good. I really enjoyed this episode. I thought that it was fun. I think that uh, out of all of the uh, River Vale content, I think two of the episodes have been genuinely great. One has been good and one has been meh. So we're winning. This is how we win. Yeah, we're actually like, a, I was going to say like batting something, but I
0: don't know what that what that I think batting is. a
1: thousand is like really good. And okay, so, we're so we're probably. Batting like like, batting like 500 like, 600 maybe no that's pretty bad i think we're batting like oh. m- maybe like 750 okay <laughs> like still not great yeah i don't know why i tried to make a batting reference so i don't even well, know what that means I mean, it's because of our softball league obviously
0: uh, sure but yeah we're doing we're doing okay like i think the first episode was really good this
1: episode was really good this one might have even moved into my favorite the thing is is this one they didn't kill archie so they're like <laughs> fighting an uphill battle for me true he wasn't in it though Which is good. We do like that. I like that he hasn't been here. But do you want to know another piece of good news, Mary? Yes, I do. So next week is the 100th episode of Riverdale, the last part of Riverdale Part 5. And then I'm pretty sure we will not have another new Riverdale episode until March. Oh,
0: oh, okay. I thought it was January. So this is going to be good if we get a break. So nice break for us. (laughs) I have a lot of theories about specific things in this episode that like, we've said it once, we'll say it again. If this was a a piece of content. Content where I felt like I could trust the writers. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was a lot of, like, subtext here that was hinting towards, like, bigger things. But maybe it's just Rivervale and nothing means, you know, nothing. Hey, it's canon! They said it's canon! Okay, well, we'll get to those thoughts as we go along. But I do want to say up front, loved the entire editing style of this episode. Like, the transitions between shots were really good. There was a lot of, like, panning from one thing into something else. Uh, I just felt like there was a lot of editing that they don't normally do, and it was it was really good uh the music cues are really good um i thought the the whole like sort of setup of this episode was interesting and they've tried stuff like this before and i haven't liked it as much like the one where cheryl had like the three paintings and we did like the Uh, the three like i felt like that was a kind of
1: similar like setup Well, it was similar in the fact that it was, like, three distinct things that kind of related, but it just, that one was just so stupid, and at least this one, like, all of the stories did actually intertwine, and they were related to each other, even though they were separated by time, and I just thought that it was really, like, fun to watch. It was an enjoyable episode of television. When it was over, I was like, do I want to watch it again? Like, that was good. That doesn't happen with Riverdale.
0: Yeah, normally when I get, to like when I, I watch it on the CW channel and so there's commercial breaks and usually when I get to like the second commercial break I'm kind of like eh I can already tell if I'm gonna like the episode or not and this time I was like oh I'm loving this like Ooh, how is this going? I'm <laughs> this loving it <is> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I thought it was fun so uh, let's get into it. We've got quite a hefty Jughead voiceover at the beginning so I'm gonna read it because it sets up a lot but it's long. Okay.
1: I thought it was a walk and talk. Sorry. <laughs>
0: All right, whatever. Sorry. The, the Jughead walk and talk, whatever. <laughs>
1: oh, hello there and welcome to Thornhill,
0: the Blossom family's ancestral home. A house of secrets and mysteries and the most haunted place in Rivervale. But is it haunted by ghosts or memories or something else? A curse? Perhaps all three. Well, would you look at the time? It's 7 a.m. and the women of Thorn, past and present, are waking up across the decades. <laughs> in the here and now, Cheryl Blossom wakes up from a daydream. <laughs> nope. Do you want me to read it? No. Nope. <laughs> in the here and now, Cheryl Blossom wakes up from a dreamless sleep as 65 years ago Poppy Blossom stirs awake in the same room in the same bed and while further back still Abigail Blossom opens her eyes to meet the day three Blossom women one story echoing across time burning as bright and eternal as a comet's tail in the night sky Whew. okay that was a mouthful I-, I liked this, the starting like when you got the three different uh,
1: Madeline Peshes all waking up in their own styles I thought it was, yes. was kind of fun they were all dressed impeccably and I mean for any of the actresses on this show to get like a full episode that they really have to carry on their own I think that uh, Madeline Pesh is a really good one to get that. Yeah and, and she got to try a lot of different
0: things in this like I don't I, I think that the, the three characters the Cheryl the Abigail and the Poppy were all different enough while still clearly being you know similar because they're all eh, by the end supposed to sort of be the same person and so I thought that was really interesting I I think she got to, like, try a lot of new things that we don't normally get. Normally, Cheryl's kind of one note, like, maybe two note. Her two notes are, like, snarky or, like, emotional. Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of those two things. And this time, I thought she got to have a little bit more. I think the whole concept of the episode, especially when we get to the very ending of it, kind of (laughs) confused me and made me think a little bit. But in the beginning, it was very fun. So, do you have a preference between, like, the three Cheryl's over, like... Like, I don't know if it's by style or aesthetic or whatever, who you liked better.
1: Okay, so my only real problem with the 1957 Thornhill version is um, Poppy has a really weird haircut. Like, I don't like her bangs. But other than that, I feel like that was the most interesting time to me. Like, I feel like there was a lot going on. Like, the um, Abigail stuff, it was before Abigail became the Abigail that we know of, who was, like, fully a witch. Like, it was so early in Abigail's story that I feel like she wasn't that developed as a person. Person, and so I didn't like that one quite as much just for that reason. And so I, I liked our, our friend in 1957. I thought that that was a really fun idea of like the woman who is not following segregation and is having her friends over for like parlor afternoons. But like they all come to her for witchy stuff. Like, I thought that was very fun.
0: I definitely liked that one the best, too. I think it was also the one that had the most interesting, like, other characters, because there, there were a lot more characters in that plot line, which we'll get to. But mm-hmm. let's start with the, real quick, the Thornhill of today. And Cheryl sort of sets up the, the situation by saying uh, that there is a periodic comet that's coming in the sky, Bailey's Comet, very clearly a close, a close but, no but no cigar, no cigar. <laughs> for <laughs> Haley's Comet, now, I did look up Haley's Comet, which comes every 75 years, and in this story, it's every 65 years, but, yeah, whatever, same thing, periodic comet. 65, 75, close but no cigar. And I think I looked it up that the next time we're going to see Haley's Comet is in the 2060s, like the early 60s, I believe, is when we're going to next have it pop by, so. So I'll be dead. Yeah, possibly in our lifetime. We'll see. We'll see how things are going. So, now, this was an interesting twist that I didn't see coming. Nana Blossom's finally kicking the bucket. Oh, shoot she is sick. Yeah. She's, she's languishing. She's like uh, on the brink here. So Cheryl is going to help her transition to the afterlife. And she goes in and she's talking with uh, Roseanne Blossom. I think this might be the first time we got her full name, at least that I can remember. Yeah,
1: she's always been Nana Rose. But then this time it was like Roseanne, which I feel like is not what I would have expected her name to be. I would have expected Roseanne to be the name of like a 50-year-old woman, not like a ancient lady lady like Nana Rose. But Ancient maybe lady. everyone named Rose is short for Roseanne. I don't know. It was like the chick on the Titanic. Was maybe she Roseanne? Was Roseanne. We don't know. I feel like can't you name people just Rose? I mean, also? I'm sure you could. But what if everyone named Rose is actually named Roseanne? Rosalyn? Rosalie? I think, I think those one would be more like Roz than Rose. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I think you can nickname anyone anything. Yeah, probably.
0: So they start to hint at some kind of spell casting that they're going to do that's going to help. Nana Rose. And so Cheryl starts to read the stories of both Poppy and Abigail kind of at the same time. And in all three timelines, a candle light lights on its own. I feel like in Rivervale, Cheryl is like very clearly a witch. Like Mm -hmm. everybody kind of seems to know she's a witch. Like uh, she's not really hiding it.
1: I think where we left things off in the Riverdale timeline is Cheryl is just discovering that she is a witch and she has no intention of hiding that. Like she had the bees out in front of everyone, right? But in Rivervale, it's like she's already, like, fully come to terms with being a witch and is just, like, living her best witchy life. What I really liked as well, um, a little it was, like, a little nod to what was going to happen, is Cheryl asks Nana Rose, where should I start? And she's like, all of them. And it was kind of, like, an indication that they were the same thing, you know? Yeah,
0: she's like, all of them, because they're all interconnected. One thing I think we forgot to mention back when we did the Rivervale episode one recap was we were kind of trying to guess how... How far into the future river vale is set compared to literally where we left off mm-hmm. part of the reason I, I forgot to bring this up but part of the reason i think it's like at the very minimum a couple weeks to months later is the fact that cheryl has like a full school of children here that yeah. before we had just uh britannia so oh gotta gotta get all the other all the other kids are these the same kids who like were you know escaped from the um sisters of quiet mercy with betty and stuff all the just random no, children. I think
1: the- these these ones are a little too young to have been the same ones who escaped
0: with Betty. Especially if it was seven years later. So yeah, that's probably not
1: quite right. Yeah, those kids all died on the streets, Mary. Oh, that's right. Oh, sad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But yeah, so the first, like, earliest time line that we get is Thornhill in 1892, and it's Abigail, and it starts off with her basically interviewing Thomasina uh, to work at the school. Now,
0: besides the fact that Thomas Thomasina is not a name that I loved to write over and over. It was just long. And is that a name? Thomasina? Um
1: let's find out. Female Thomas. Thomasina. Well, in 1963, there was a movie called The Three Lives of Thomasina. Okay, so maybe. Um, baby.
0: Now, I feel like when we had the final episode of Riverdale in season five, and we learned about Abigail for the first time, I thought they said this was like three generations ago or something. And then all of a sudden, we're back to like 1892. I'm just kind of confused about where Nana Blossom, like where is her, like where does her family branch off of this? Because in these three timelines, like, the biggest question mark in the Poppy one is, like, where are all the other blossoms? Because there should be other blossoms in existence.
1: Yeah. Like, at at bare
0: minimum, Nana Rose should be around.
1: Well, and that's the thing that's really weird, is because based on how all of this worked out, Nana Rose couldn't have been there when it happened, but, like, had to be there when it happened. Yeah. Because, what, Nana Rose is, what, like, 100 years old in 2027? I think my biggest... I guess by that point, she would have been moved out and married?
0: Maybe, but... But it's like, how is she related? Is she like Poppy's sister? Is she, you know, like I'm kind of confused.
1: An is older, she Poppy's
0: mother? I think Aunt? she's
1: an older sister. I don't think she could possibly be the mother. And is, like, Poppy the direct, like, supposed
0: to be the next generation after Abigail? There's a lot of question no, marks that in that is this. not. That
1: is absolutely not the next one.
0: Yeah, because especially when we saw the gravestones at the end, the timeline doesn't work out there. There was only, like, a 10-year overlap. It's a little bit confusing in all of this. I, the way I'm going to have to think about it, especially when you have things like Constable Keller and in them, we get to like Fen Fogarty or the various other characters. I think those were the only ones, um, oh well, and Thomasina Topaz are the only ones we get last names of. Like, I don't think that we ever hear Bitsy or Jack or Velma's last names, and so they could theoretically just be anybody, but it starts to beg a lot of questions of like, is this Fen Fogarty related to Fang's Fogarty? Is no. Thomasina Topaz related to Tony P- Topaz? Because I don't it, think they could be. No,
1: it doesn't make sense as well because because Thomasina is from Greendale whereas to, um, Tony is literally descended of the indigenous people from the Riverdale area. Yeah. So like I, I think that it's I don't think that that I don't think that the people who look like the other characters are necessarily the same thing. Like I don't think the person that um Betty plays in the like 1960s version is like a Cooper. Uh, yeah, I don't right? think so either. I think they just like had all the actors play the different versions.
0: I agree. I think that the ones that are the most confused Using there are the ones that they did give last names to like in topaz fogarty and mm-hmm. then later on they're also going to give uh, we they don't get a last name but we know that tammy's husband works at pops or, or owns pops mm-hmm. or manages pops so i'm going to say that for this I, i'm still living under the impression that none of these people are actually real and this is just a river vale timeline situation mm-hmm. and too. this doesn't actually relate to Liv- riverdale at all is the way that i'm going to take it for now until told otherwise um because it begs a lot of questions of like geez, is is related to this person? No, you know, absolutely not. That guy exactly. didn't have time
1: to reproduce because he got <laughs> murdered. So also, just for the record, Thomasina is a girl's name. It is of Aramaic origin and it means twin. It's the feminine version of Thomas, which means Thomas means twin. And it started as Thomason and then became Thomasina and then an, a century later became Tamson. And, and then it just disappeared and we don't have it the anymore? The original Greek form of the name was Didymos and it started as a nickname for one of the 12 disciples. Um, uh-huh. it, according to this popularity trend chart, there were 23,000 people named Thomasina born in 2019. So I think it's just not like a North America name.
0: Thomasina starts to work here. She had a school, but it, it got turned into a hospital during the war. And um, and so Abigail is like, cool, uh, you can work here as long as you're not married. And Thomasina is like, I'm not married.
1: Well, that's not exactly how it goes. <laughs> First, she goes, are you married? And and you don't really know if what answer she wants. And Tommy's like, no. And then Abigail's like, I have no use for married women. So then you find out that it was a good thing. But like, she wasn't like, if you're married, you can't it's have just, a job. i just put my own spin on it. You well, know, like you were being ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Come on. But Thomasina has some big ideas for the kinds of things that she wants the girls to study here. She wants the girls to look at Bailey's Comet and learn about it. And Abigail's like, no, this is a finishing school. We just teach table manners and walking with books on your head and stuff like that. And Thomasina's like, no, because we're all part of an intertwined cosmic fabric. And seeing the Comet is an amazing opportunity. Abigail's like, no, those are impolite topics from the world's men.
1: It's very bold on your first day at a new job. Job, to come in and be like, listen, I hate how you do things, and we're gonna do it differently.
0: But she does have a point because, I mean, while this is like 1892, so definitely it's like before, you know, it's uh, any
1: rights for women at all,
0: right? Um, Thomasina says men have all the power in the world, and we don't need it to be that way. So let's uh, let's do what we want. And it takes like one day for Abigail to be like, you know what, you're totally right. Let's do it. Let's teach the girls the hard truths, tough yeah, knowledge, she prepare them crush. for the world.
1: It's not because she actually wants to teach them. Oh, okay. And then her and
0: Thomasina um, form a relationship and it's cute. But then Constable Keller comes knocking on the door looking for the murderous Thomasina Topaz and we're like,
1: what? Every time we see Kevin as the younger version of a Keller, I laugh because I, he doesn't look like Sheriff Keller at all and I always forget that they're related. So anytime he's law enforcement, I think it is very <laughs> (laughs) funny. And I also love the idea of like, boom, 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 we're looking for a murderess named Thomasina Topaz, as if Thomasina wouldn't change her name. Like in the 1890s, you literally could move three towns away and just say you have a different name and no one would ever find out. The concept that they would know to look at an adjacent town, know to look at Thornhill, and then she would not have given a different name is the least realistic thing in the whole episode. (laughs) Well, maybe Keller's got some old warlock magic of his own. Stop it! No, Keller wouldn't even know about this murderess. He wouldn't even know. Abigail lies and says that there's no one with that name here, and also don't come in because there is a pox upon the house.
0: Yes. Now, what is this? Is this smallpox? What are we What are we dealing with?
1: I mean, it could be any sort of pox. I don't <laughs> chicken, know. Chicken pox. Do you get a cough with smallpox?
0: I have no idea. I don't know. But she, both Thomasina and Abigail, say that they had pox when they were
1: younger. You. Ca- smallpox there are coughs okay do you cough yeah, when I'm you have a, chicken pox?
0: No, you're just kind of itchy. I,
1: I don't remember having chicken pox because I was only six months old.
0: I don't remember having a cough. Oh, you I was may, like years old. You might get a cough.
1: As if you remember okay.
0: being two years old, Mary. I have watched that home video of myself with chicken pox so many times that it's like a memory to me. Stop it. No, it's the because I had it when my brother was born. So like the video of me like sitting there waiting for him to come home from the hospital. I was a very entertaining two-year-old.
1: That's weird. <laughs> Were, did you have to be kept away from your brother so he wouldn't get chicken pox?
0: Not really. I did he get chicken pox as a baby? Not for like a couple years. He had them also when he was like two. He got like two. Two spots. That wasn't good. bad.
1: No, that's good though because so since I got chicken pox when I was under a year old, I'm at like a much higher likelihood to get shingles and I have uh. in fact had shingles when I was 25. Um, and you're at, you're just at a much higher likelihood to get it when you have chickenpox as a baby. So it's a good thing he didn't get it.
0: Yeah, that's good. So Thomasina is going to tell her story. And she says that she had a husband. She doesn't anymore. Because it was an arranged marriage and he was a cruel man who sought to control her and beat her. And so she killed him basically in self-defense. She says she looked in his eyes and she could tell that only one of them was going to make it out of there alive. And she chose herself to live. So
1: Yeah, she was like, it was him or me. Yeah, so, you know, hey. and then Then,
0: Fen Fogarty is going to show up, and he's like, I'm a friend of your brother's, with news of him, and he says that her brother James was killed in battle. He's, like, dressed in, like, sort of, What war?
1: 1892, is that the, um... Is that when you, America became a country?
0: No, that was, like, way earlier. That was, like, 17. Oh, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Because, like, Hamilton.
1: Yeah, no, the minute you <laughs> said that, I was like, oh, yeah, Hamilton. Well, what the hell was a war in the 1890s? I, I don't guess know. it could just be
0: a fake war. Was it, like, one of the world wars? Man, I'm bad no, at history. No,
1: it was not one of
0: the world I'm sorry, wars. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I really don't know anything. What <laughs> wars were we in at this time?
1: Well, okay, let oh. me ask you a question.
0: What war were we in in 2000? 2021 also
1: well i mean technically i don't think you can say you're in like one war but there's a lot of um u.s occupation of other countries that could be defined oh, as a war Who knows? um I, okay so from 1849 to 1924 there it was the united states versus the confederate states oh civil war The but civil- it's, not, it's not listed as the civil war <laughs> when was the civil oh, war wait, no. it was the it was they were fighting against the apache nations so it was just the u.s fighting indigenous not- people so that's bad
0: yeah no because the civil war was earlier that was like 1861 i'm sure that's not the war they're talking about they're not i bet it is I don't think so. They're, they're acting as if they're overseas. Okay, whatever. It's, it's you know what, it's a fictional war that they're fighting, apparently. And, uh, yeah, but her brother was killed in battle, so it doesn't matter. And he uh, gives a letter that's like, Oh, beloved sister, my last dying wish is for you to marry my friend Fen. And Thomasina is, so is, like, on to him.
1: Yeah, because it's weird.
0: Well, I do think this was kind of a thing. I mean, this was, like, kind of a thing in the, like, Bridgerton era. It was all, which, like... I don't remember when that was. Don't, you know what? I'm clearly Richardson not good at history. It was
1: in the 18-somethings, but I don't okay. know when.
0: And it, it was, it's the whole like, I want my sister to be taken care of, like, or my my Yeah, okay, you know, I, guess what's,
1: I guess what's weird about this is that at this time, Abigail wouldn't be allowed to live as a woman alone. Like, she would have to have had some sort of quote-unquote companion or a caretaker who would have been in charge of her until she's married. So, the fact that she doesn't have that like there would she would have had like a guardian once her brother passed she would have had someone living with her to take care of her as a woman at that time like it doesn't make sense that she was allowed to live alone and do what she wanted to do
0: what if she had her dead brother's stuffed body in a wheelchair.
1: I don't think that the law would uh, Who's checkin'? be okay with that. I think if they saw her dead brother in a wheelchair, they would burn her at the stake even faster. Probably. So,
0: um, Thomasina's like, hey, we need to search his room and discover his true intentions because the letter might have been forged. So they search his room and it's like, hey, look, here's the Blossom family seal and a bunch of him practicing her brother's handwriting and also random objects of the occult and also pictures of death portraits and so they think he's a murderer and then they find a picture of her brother. So he clearly killed her brother. I don't know yeah, he that did happened, not die but, in battle. Yeah, clearly not. And so then uh, Fen like bursts in the room with a ha- like an axe. Well, he comes and he's, and he's like, like,
1: ladies, I got dinner. But they didn't, co- they like weren't fast enough at like getting rid of all of his stuff. And so then he like finds them in there and he's like, what are you doing in here?
0: Yeah. So he's like holding uh, Thomasina and he's got like the axe up to, to her, her throat. throat. Yeah. And he's like, you got to marry me or else I'm going to kill her. And so she's like, OK, I'll marry you. Uh, but I have to go get a vicar from town. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to stay right here until you go get him. And then uh, she leaves to go get him. And so now it's the night of their wedding. And uh, Bailey's Comet is going to be passing over Riverdale. Sorry, River Vale on this same night. And this is when I freaked out. And um, at this point, there's two sections in my notes where I wrote, "Yeah." riverside omg yas in all red all caps that's in there twice um let me explain so during this sequence this is the comet sequence in both stories when they flash back and forth and they start playing a song in the background that's one of my favorite songs and i i mostly notice it because it was in the first episode of revenge the other short-lived podcast series on this network <laughs> and um i'm sure i mentioned the song riverside there but it's it's a great song and it fits really well. If you are interested, look up the song Riverside uh, by Agnes Obel on YouTube. It's really good and it fit really well in this episode and it made it even more enjoyable for me. So good job CW for just a Always using the same songs, even 10 years later. Good for you.
1: I'm really happy for you that that happened. Uh, Yeah, I'm just, I'm really thrilled for you um, and all who partake about Riverside. Uh Uh-huh. What'd you think of the wedding dress? I would love to know where they got a red wedding gown on a one hour notice, because (laughs) that is like definitely not like an everyday gown. And if it's in a time of war, how does she have such splendor, you know?
0: she's a witch i don't know actually i don't i'm not sure she's a witch yet it's unclear whether or yeah, not i don't think she knows she she's knows. a witch yet yeah is like is being a witch i guess just something you're like born into you can't just like become a witch of your own accord
1: i think that you are born a witch but maybe you could become one by channeling the divine feminine within you i don't know
0: like because c- like Thomasina is like always hinting basically that she's a witch also yeah. and so is to- could Thomasina have like made
1: her a witch like does that does i don't that think work she can make thing? you a Witch. I just like she can't a, like pass her witchdom into you. I that's don't like think a thing. I don't think that's how it works. The one thing that I find very weird about any witchcraft in Riverdale is that Cheryl never had like Cheryl, none of these people, it's that they never had to write their name in the Book of the Damned. And so I just really don't understand why it was such a big deal that in Sabrina, all of the witches on their like whatever 16th birthday have to write their name in the Book of the Damned to like promise themselves to Satan to be witches. And Cheryl's just like doesn't have to do that. She's just like, whatever, you don't have to swear your allegiance to anyone. Like, it's just weird. Well, I
0: guess. I mean, I haven't seen Sabrina, so maybe that's just like a Greendale witches thing. I don't know. Is it like different sex? Sext, I, d- I can't say that. Are you just saying sex? I don't no, I have I'm, no I'm idea. am trying not to. Different groups of witches, different like uh, denominations. No? Okay. I don't um, know.
1: I don't think so. Uh,
0: what do you think about Reggie being the vicar? <laughs> Reggie had very little to do in this episode.
1: <laughs> I honestly was surprised to see Reggie at all after he died last week yeah him and uh tony
0: technically as thomasina both here so mm.
1: it was weird and thank god archie wasn't there
0: i think i'm trying to think i think uh kevin might have been the only one besides cheryl to be like in multiple timelines i think he briefly showed up in the like uh guy squad in the poppy timeline he was
1: in he was in all of them because yeah jughead was not in all of them betty was not in all of them no
0: and then like tony wasn't in all all of them them. yeah i think i think it was just Kevin yeah
1: I think Kevin's the only one who was in all of them and in all of them he was a friggin cop Choose a better career. He's stuck. The Kellers—they're stuck in that like, same situation. Choose a, a better profession.
0: I'm begging you. Yeah. Well. So um, on their wedding night, uh, Abigail murders Fen with an axe, or at least tries to. I don't understand. She she kills, or she like hits him like a billion times with the axe, and he's somehow still not dead. Is it like I'm gonna assume that his warlockness like somehow allowed him to like climb out of the bed and come chase after her? So
1: the suspicion that I had was that he had completely did some sort of spell on Thomasina that like transferred their life forces or something and so when he got hit with the axe it killed Thomasina, Oh. and then his life went back in him but like I that's just my headcanon there's nothing on the show to indicate that that's what happened I just suspect that that could be a mechanism that created the way that he was not dead
0: I assumed he killed Thomasina earlier and yeah but then- she had no like i don't know how he killed her
1: yeah i it's possible but i just i'm trying to think of what makes sense based on what we know of witchcraft and wizard wizardry in riverdale slash vale that makes it make sense he must be like way stronger because like... I think he switched their bodies. I think it was Freaky
0: Friday, baby. But I think the, the part that I don't get here is like Thomasina is also a witch. Like, how did she just like die so easily?
1: Yeah, but the way Thomasina talked about it was like, "Oh, I've dabbled in witchcraft," whereas Fen showed up and like a lot of violence in his heart. Yeah, maybe he's kind he of fully signed formed. the Book of the Damned. Maybe he's the devil on his side.
0: Maybe. So, um, Thomasina's dead, and uh, somehow. He he made a portrait real quick pretty sure back in these times it took a lot longer to like develop camera film or whatever he's a witch okay okay well it's the season of the witch (laughs) okay um so uh, he curses abigail um he makes her life everlasting and solitary as the comet and she will remain unloved and alone for all her miserable days and then he dies and that's the end of that curse. plot line. That's yeah. a
1: friggin' brutal curse. That is, on the list of curses that could be put on me, don't give me that one. No, thank and you.
0: what I do like about this is, again, I'm going to kind of say for now, I don't think that this is, like, actually canon with, like, Cheryl Blossom and what we know of her. Well,
1: and it's just interesting as well because in the Riverdale plot line, Alice not Alice, Abigail, had put a curse on the town. And so then it's like, oh, did she curse the town because she too had been cursed? And then she is suffering on the consequences of her own curse this whole time. Because it's weird because at one point in the last few episodes of Riverdale season five, they talk about, oh, this is like the first time they've been able to actually like channel Abigail's power, right? So it's just a little weird.
0: I feel like Abigail existed, maybe was a witch, maybe put a curse deaf, on the town she was
1: deaf a witch and deaf sure and a curse but i town.
0: don't know like to what extent i don't necessarily believe that just because there's an abigail in the Riverdale timeline i don't necessarily mean believe that it's like 100 this abigail i don't know like, i think i, it I put is my foot down when it comes to the cheryl thing though like i don't think that cheryl and abigail are the same like, well, no. Have the same soul
1: and that's the thing that's really weird that we can touch on more at the end because if that was the case and Nana Rose and Abigail's souls like switched, whatever, wouldn't Cheryl be dead? Yeah. Because there shouldn't be able to be two, you know, Right. like, like it just, exactly. that part doesn't so, click for me. Yeah, we'll, we'll come, we'll circle back to that because
0: I don't think, much in the same way that I don't think Fangs is actually related to Fen Fogarty and I don't think that Thomasine is actually related to Tony, I don't think that the body transference thing here is, is a thing. I mean, we'll, we'll kind of find out. We'll see if Nana Rose is even still alive. You know? I think
1: it's probably a little bit of a thing but I don't Think that share Cher- it makes sense that Cheryl could be one of them.
0: Yeah. One thing about this episode that like goes without saying, but we didn't really mention, is since very little of this had to do with any of the other plot lines. Like we we don't know. Like I'm, I'm assuming that the stuff that was Thornhill present day fit in with like in that universe. Tony is you know
1: yeah no gone. It and Reggie's dead. Them and, all be in the same universe. Like
0: yeah. So it's interesting. But okay, let's uh let's talk about Poppy Thornhill. 1957. Poppy gets up, gets ready for the day, and so she's having some salons with the gals. Um, Tam Tam, aka Tammy, as we're going to find out later. We're going to get, like, almost all the women sort of having individual chats with Poppy, and they all seem to really rely on Poppy as, like, a confidant and an advisor and a friend, and um, so she wants to start working at her diner, but her husband is set against it, so Poppy gives her some herbs to make her husband sick so that she can step up and run Pops for a day and sort of prove that she's good at it hey, you know what? Get him, girl. Yeah. We have another salon later. This one involves all the women. There's a, a discussion about how later on at the end of the year, Bailey's Comet's gonna be coming around and then they start talking about, like, communism and Sputnik and Russian spies and all that.
1: Yeah, it's it's really funny because um, this is the one scene where Alice is there and oh, she yeah. is like... I blame Alice for all of this, by the way. She is very pro-USA. She hears Sputnik and goes, isn't that like a missile and then Betty's like no it's a satellite it's like to spy on us red-blooded Americans and then um they bring up um that Wendy Weatherby had been arrested for like communist conspiracies which obviously this is the point where they were having like the complete witch hunt um with uh MacArthur the McCarthy McCarthy trials I believe they're called I need to confirm the the wrong person.
0: What about me in this podcast makes you think that I would even possibly know the answer to that question? Yeah, the
1: McCarthy trials. And so, um, this was, like, people basically just getting called out, like, c- called communists. It was called the Red Scare. And so, people were just getting arrested. Like, you could just, like, report to your neighbor. Like, people would just get arrested. Like, it was a very scary time. And so, obviously, Wendy got arrested. And Poppy is like, well, you know, if people have different ideas, but they just discuss them at home, like, I don't really see the problem with that. And Alice is like, whoa, what is wrong with you? Are you a communist, basically? And she's like, no, I just don't like which hunts which it's very obvious because they all know she's a witch because she's giving them like herbs and shit.
0: My hunch with this segment is that Alice doesn't decide she doesn't like Poppy, and then Alice, because uh, she's the only one who we see not confide in Poppy for anything, I think she's the one telling all the husbands what's going on because I don't believe that the other woman necessarily will.
1: I don't think she's, I don't think she knows enough to know specifically what is happening, but I think it's such a time where she will tell her husband, like, Oh, I think something suspicious is happening, that husband tells the other husband and then the husband confronts their wife and it's like enough of a time where people feel like they have to just like tell their wife. Probably. Like they tell their husband, sorry.
0: Yeah. So this part I think is interesting. So Bitsy is going to confide in Poppy and says she's not happy in her marriage and that Jack, her husband, thinks the answer is to have another child. Um, But of course divorce is off the table because Jack is Catholic. Also in so, the 60s. yeah. Yes. And Poppy suggests birth control, but it's like, whoa, no, how? I can't believe that. Well, this that. is like
1: birth control is very, very new.
0: Yes. Um, and Doctor Kirtle, who apparently is still the only doctor in Rivervale, she's like, oh, I can't, I couldn't possibly ask Doctor Kirtle for some birth
1: well, control. But this is also the thing. I feel like this time and place is very specific. That if she tried to ask for birth control from the doctor, the doctor would not only say no, but also call her husband and be like, oh, your yeah. wife tried to get birth control yeah and it's it's
0: uh sadly accurate but i i just thought it was funny that we brought up dr curdle again yeah dr
1: uh, curdle only doctor for generations yes um so she poppy's gonna give
0: her some ginger flakes for to use as birth control and I then what
1: kind of ginger
0: i don't know but i'm sure that it would not necessarily be the most reliable version
1: well i think like in real life obviously not but i think in this we're led to believe that it's magic and they would be 100% effective. <laughs> Probably. And And then uh, Poppy
0: and Bitsy have a bit of a romance going on here. I don't know if this is like a newly discovered thing or what, but that was interesting. The part of all of this that I think also lends me to believe that these characters, despite having names that start with the same first letter as their actual characters' names, I don't think Bitsy is at all related to Betty Cooper. I think she's supposed to be a completely different character. But I do think it was very interesting of the show to put Bitsy or to put uh, Betty and Jughead's actors in a bad relationship together. I don't think, I think that this is a strike against anyone who thinks that we're getting any kind of bughead endgame.
1: I think that is the most insane thing I've ever heard you say. And <laughs> I don't think this has any bearing whatsoever. The fact that you could even imply that the showrunners would do something that like subtle that would have an impact. Have you seen the p- past five seasons? That is with incredible. The- Craziest thing you've ever said. I just think it's
0: curious.
1: I that think that they're at the end of the that? show, Bughead is going to be Endgame. Okay, 100%. I just thought it
0: was curious that they did that instead of like just put literally any of the other actors. Like, why do they feel the need to put those two together?
1: Yeah, but I think it's just that they had already used Fangs in the other plot. Reggie and um, the actress who plays Betty have never been in scenes together. Um, and they just were like, okay, well, Archie's on maternity leave paternity leave so get in there Cole he's Whatever. a he's a main character he has to be in the episode yeah. at least Cole
0: uh, got to do some sort of fun acting here I mean I'm not saying Was it's that like fun? good
1: I, I'm, sh- I'm sure
0: for an actor it's interesting to like play different different types of characters yeah
1: I don't know man I
0: think they all got to have fun with this episode I mean it, 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 it's a clearly very woman uh, like positive episode and a pretty male negative I mean with the exception of Reggie who's just the vicar I think that like everybody else all the other men are basically the villains, so.
1: Well, yeah, in every timeline, as in real life, but yeah. So
0: Velma is gonna talk to Poppy, <laughs> and um, this is the one that has, like, the least importance. <laughs> I
1: di- but I died, though. I thought it was very funny that Velma's concern with her husband is that the bedroom has been too <laughs> vanilla, as if a mm-hmm. housewife in the 60s knows that there's another way to be. <laughs> how, would, how would she know that there's another option? So she wants to spice some things up. I don't know,
0: isn't this, like, the time of, like, the hippies? Wait. When, when's, that? when's yeah, but that these
1: are like settled married women they're not like know. out there doing free like <laughs> these people graduated high school maybe went to college specifically to meet a man to marry got married and that's it that's their lives they are not teenagers in the 60s like who are getting exposed to anything new well boy does Poppy have the answer it's the Kama Sutra boom baby some new positions and an aphrodisiac mix to put on his beef or whatever
0: His, his, uh, yeah, like pot roast or something. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it was sounded good. Um, okay. You don't like pot roast? Well, we you're have been a vegetarian. This. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, we okay. have had a lengthy nope. discussion nope. of not, pot I'm roast. I'm not doing to the this. Past. I'm not doing this. We're moving on. We're moving on. Jack and Bitsy come back, and Poppy uh, to come back to talk to Poppy. And Jack is like, "How dare you say that our marriage isn't good or whatever?" And it's it's unclear whether or not he like knows oh, that he knows had they had a kissed. romance. It does knows he? he? They okay, kissed.
1: I don't think that, and I don't think anything more than that ever happened. I think they kissed, and that was it. I think that they well we don't
0: know how much time has passed like for all we know there might have been a couple other other you know salons i guess. That they hung out we don't know but you're right i mean it was probably it was probably pretty uh pretty pg but it, it seemed like it seemed like they had like a, a deeper you know sort of connection like they talk about sort of like oh we could have run away together i feel like there was something like that anyway maybe not maybe that was thomasina i don't remember so either way yeah and uh yeah this is what i talk about my bughead theory so
1: a bunch of the other husbands are going to confront poppy yeah and they're. Um, they're just like very upset um, at the things that she's been saying. She, of course, is the reason why there are problems in any of their marriages. And wait, was Reggie there in that group as well? Being like, you said that we can't satisfy our wives. I think that might have been Reggie. He,
0: he might have also been there. Yeah, that, that might be. I don't really remember. So maybe I him, think, him and Kevin. Yeah, him and Kevin are the, the only timelines. two. Yeah.
1: And they're like, you got to leave town. And she's like, I'm not leaving town. I live here. This is my place, and I have done nothing wrong. And Kirk Keller is like, well, don't say we didn't warn you. And then they all turn and walk away together. Yeah. And the and Reggie like jolts past Poppy and like brushes her shoulder as he leaves. Like. F you, lady.
0: Yeah. And then, like, uh Jack slash Jughead gets real close and just, like, stares at her in her face and then walks around her. Like, okay. That was a super intimidating Cole. Good job. Yeah. He's the most intimidating. Wait, how tall is Cole's brows? I'm sure that he's like five eleven, five maybe six feet. He's probably around there.
1: I mean, actors are normally shorter than you think.
0: I know, but I think I'd looked it up before. <laughs> how oh. tall is he?
1: Um, I have to convert from centimeters to feet. Um,
0: like Canadian Google just automatically only gives it to you in
1: centimeters? Yeah. Oh,
0: huh. I guess I could look it up.
1: Why is it doing it like this?
0: All right. This is just, come on.
1: Cool. So 5'10 to 5'11 is what Google says.
0: Okay. Yeah. I got 5'10 and a half here is what it says. So, okay, cool. Well, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's still, I think, taller than Madeline, but whatever. So Poppy is going to go to Pops where Tammy's working and ask for her regular, which sounds disgusting, by the way. I don't know what a patty melt is, but it sounds gross. Um, With a side of coleslaw, which I like, but just doesn't seem to fit with that. And a glass of buttermilk. Do you the, drink buttermilk? I don't That's think you drink buttermilk. The patty melt looks that. like... I think
1: it's just a grilled cheese sandwich with a hamburger in the middle.
0: Okay, I don't like that. See, you know what it is? It's a tuna melt that sounds gross to me. It's like the same thing but with tuna.
1: Oh, gross.
0: Yeah, that's like a thing. Anything
1: tuna should be I, abolished. I don't
0: like anything with cheese on it besides, like, like if there's going to be cheese, I want there to just be cheese. But whatever. Poppy's really sad. Madeline does some good crying in this episode in a couple different scenes. Uh, she's sad that everyone hates her. And uh, so she's going to go back home and find that Kirk and all the other, um, like, investigators are at her mm-hmm. house and they said that they see, received an anonymous tip that she was a communist sympathizer. This is where I blame Alice. Like no, no. I think no, Alice no. said that.
1: Alice caused all the issues with the husbands. They chose. They said, oh, she won't leave. We're going to say, we will give our own tip that she is a communist sympathizer. So you think it was the husbands. Okay. I th- I think that Alice made like told the husbands what was going on, but I don't think she had to tell them that she was a communist sympathizer. I think th- these men were able to be like, okay, well, this is a way that we can get rid of her. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to take Poppy in for questioning and she's going to say that she's not going to admit to being a communist sympathizer uh, that she went to Russia once, but it was just for a chess tournament. That checks out. I feel like that was that that works. And you uh, know what? (laughs) Sure. Whatever. Whatever. She hates witch hunts of any kind. They're
1: like, admit that you're a communist. And I just want to know like, why anyone would admit to it? Because if she admits to being a communist, she's just going to get thrown in jail or possibly like killed, maybe? Like, why would she Admit to it just to make your lives easier. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. And he's like, well, we know you're having unsegregated gatherings. And it's like, well, all those white people were eating at Pops. So... Maybe like make your town make sense. Yeah, no, it's not gonna make sense. So that is a, a little plot hole there. And then they say you use contraceptives and you're like a a spinster who like you use birth control, R- really bad stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, just the worst. She's reading and she's banned like, books. Yeah, she, which is like what was banned and freaking like.
0: I, I think the first book they were reading it was called like the Somebody's Lover or something. And so was, I do like a
1: romance novel, probably. Yeah, probably. And so then they're like, she's like, I won't admit to it. Like, I don't believe in groupthink. I'm against witch hunts. And so they put her in jail. And it's like, okay, well, if she had admitted it, you would have also put her in jail. So I don't really understand what their issue is with her now.
0: Yeah. So Bitsy's going to come and try to get her to sign the papers. And she's like, I thought you cared about us. And Poppy's like, yeah, I do care about us that's why i'm gonna hold my ground
1: they're not just gonna let her go if she admits to it like it's such a ridiculous
0: thing i don't know i I know i I think she made the right choice there and so she's like i'm doing this for womankind and all the free thinking daughters of the future who will come after us hell yeah Uh, but bitsy's sad because she's pregnant And, and that was like a whole thing is like she didn't want to have another child because like her first pregnancy was really rough or something um i think is what she said and so yeah she said it was really hard
1: on her her first pregnancy she
0: turns cold on abigail then and it's like gonna start yelling at her about being a sexually repressed jealous spinster so that was kind of rough and um i'm still blaming alice so you don't have to but
1: it's fine it's i mean i blame alice for at least some of it um but then it's nine months later and jack comes to the jail because he needs poppy's help because bitsy is in labor and she's she's convinced something is wrong and that Poppy is the only person who could ever help her. Yes. And
0: this is when they start playing Riverside from my other plot line. Sure.
1: Okay, look, if you go back and if you haven't seen the
0: episode yet for some reason or if you are like, oh, what was that great song? Now you know. It's really good. And there's a lot of other songs by that artist who are also really good. It's just like the perfect like, it's the kind of music I like to listen to on a plane if I'm kind of like trying to fall asleep. It's like just quiet enough. You turn it down real low. You can put it on a loop. It's great. Anyway, so the night that Bitsy's baby is, is going to be born. This is the same night that, um, or it's not the same night, but it's, it's, it's also the night, of Bailey's, the night of Bailey's Comet, which was the same as the um night of Nana Blossom's, like, you know, illness right now and also the night that Fen, uh, like, cursed Abigail. So that's all happening. So Poppy helps Bitsy give birth. I'm not really sure, like, what she did. I don't know if there was, like, I some magic happening ju- or if I she just needed she- her there for comfort.
1: Yeah, I think she was just there for emotional support, and because, Pop, like, Poppy just, um like, Bitsy just really needed Poppy to be there. Bitsy is really concerned about her baby girl and what life will bring, and Poppy lets her know that it is the night of Bailey's Comet. This girl has, like, nothing but endless potential and is going to have an amazing life, and as, like, the, before they separate, she gives Poppy a little, like, sachet and says... This is for when the time is right, and you will know when the time is right.
0: Yeah, and uh, apparently it's something to murder um, Jack with. It's a plant-based poison. Many of them don't show up on autopsies. Yeah, so uh, he's just gonna die. So that's great. But Poppy, meanwhile, is under house arrest at Thornhill indefinitely. Yeah, so she just died in Thornhill. I guess. Yep, I guess so. Sad. So now we go back to present day Thornhill, where partway through this story, um, Britta's gonna come in and like start listening to it. Not really sure why but she's there
1: she realizes something is going on and she wants to be part of whatever is going on with um nana rose
0: yes because meanwhile like all the other girls are like up on the hill watching yeah they're watching the comet
1: yeah yeah so she's there she's asking questions throughout the stories like peppering them in to give us a little bit more context um, a very obvious plot device to answer questions the audience might have but when it is time to actually finish the ceremony this is when sabrina spellman shows up because they are fellow witches. Now, I,
0: I was going to say, I don't want to say this because it could be a spoiler, but they kind of say it in the episode. I'm assuming the reason that you were all like, I don't know how this could work because of the timeline issues that are think- is it because Sabrina died and you were like, how does this work?
1: Yeah. So at the end of Sabrina okay. season three, uh, Sabrina and her love interest um, died together. <laughs> um, so I was like, I don't understand how this works, but I guess for witches, there's no such thing as death. There's only um, transformation. So, so, okay, Sabrina is going to basically be like, look, we're we're going to do a
0: transference on Nana Rose because Abigail and Cheryl and Poppy are all the same person, the same soul that has, is basically Abigail's soul that has just been trapped living here in Thornhill endlessly. Mm-hmm. And what they're going to do, as far as I can tell, is transfer Abigail's soul into Nana Rose's dying body, which mm-hmm. is also Poppy's, which is also Cheryl's soul, all going into Nana Rose. It's going to die, die with Nana Rose at least in the body which will break the curse and then Nana Rose's soul is gonna go into Cheryl's body so at the end when we have Sabrina Spellman and Cheryl and Britta there Cheryl's not Cheryl anymore she's now Nana Rose Nana Rose Rose even says at the end oh now I get my youth back
1: oh yeah well I guess that well then you know what that does make sense of it all and now I'm okay with it actually it doesn't make sense because
0: here's what I don't get like when Sabrina's like oh witches never die and then at the end we have a scene with like Abigail and like Thomasina in the afterlife question mark like where are they And when they're in with they all could the gravestones they be alive together you don't know so why did Thomasina who was alive never just like come back to Thornhill and like hang out with Abigail
1: because of the curse she couldn't
0: oh, so she okay yeah I still don't get it because here's the other thing like we know that Cheryl was like born and had a twin with Jason and was like we know who her parents are we know her story we know that you know there's like pictures of her when she's younger she's grown when she's she's aged. Whereas I believe they said like the Abigail basically just stayed her age forever and then eventually just changed her name and pretended to be Poppy and like had a haircut and stuff and like changed her name. It's like in the Rivervale universe. I don't think she ever ages. I think she just sort of like hides away in Thornhill. So people don't know it's the same person and then just changes her name.
1: I see. I thought of it more so as um, you thought her soul was her literally soul just, like, doesn't transform? like you don't die because like your soul doesn't die is like, how I took it. Yeah, I'm
0: not, I'm not clear on that either.
1: But I also just think that you are trying to tie this story up with a little bow and not everything has a nice little bow when it comes to witchcraft.
0: Yeah, I I liked the episode, but I did get confused at the end because like, so in the next episode and especially when we go back to Riverdale, is Cheryl just Nana Blossom? Did like, does Cheryl not exist? I mean, maybe. Maybe.
1: But I think she'll still pretend to be Cheryl.
0: See, I don't like that. I don't want to spend the rest of the time wondering if this is pretend Cheryl or real Cheryl.
1: Well, I think real Cheryl's dead. She died, dude. (laughs) I think it's kind of cheap
0: to like basically be like oh you know the whole first four seasons of Riverdale we watched or five like that's not really a character that's someone named Abigail like I don't believe that Cheryl
1: in Riverdale has always been a witch I don't think you just become a witch though I think she was a witch and just didn't know <laughs> maybe I don't know I don't know Once how I feel again, about again, we're the... trying to make sense yeah. of a show that does not make sense like this is the definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That is what we are doing here today. Well, you know, that is this podcast. We're not going to get a different result. It's not going to make sense. I had fun, though. Do you have fun? Yeah, me too. Yeah. OK. I like this episode. Time.
0: If I seem down, it's just because I'm tired because it's midnight for me. That's why. But I and really, I really like liked the, the episode.
1: I presented earlier recording options to Mary and she was unavailable.
0: I w- I really wanted to watch Survivor live yesterday and I didn't have time oh, to me do Oh, th- Girl, me too. Yeah. So it was like the first week I got to watch live in a while. So. So I, I wanted to do it anyway. Uh, so so Kyle Picard also told us on Twitter that he he liked the episode. So. Nice, love that. Thank you. Thanks for that. Uh, on the upside, there were no she-wolf of Wall Streets, so that was great. Well, yeah, none of these plot lines were women allowed to work. Yep. That was good. Um, The Witching Hour, uh, while also just a phrase, um, was also a book uh, by Anne Rice. And it says, demonstrating once again her gift for spellbinding storytelling, Anne Rice makes real a family of witches, a family given to poetry and incest to murder and philosophy, a family that is itself haunted by a powerful, dangerous, and seductive being. Unfolds like a poisonous lotus blossom. Ooh, blossom. redolent with luxurious evil.
1: I mean, all of that really does make sense with the plot of the episode. Wow, it's it's a thousand page book? I mean, I, a lot long. of pages are a thousand. A lot of books are a thousand pages.
0: <laughs> Just seemed long. Okay.
1: I mean, Anne Rice books also are like those little pages. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? true.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. So uh, who is the most normal person of the week? That's a that's a tricky question, isn't it?
1: Here's the thing. I think all of the Abigails were very normal for Cheryl or all of the Blossoms. Like, so I think who do we Sher- give it I think to? Cheryl, Poppy, and Abigail. All- all three? Right on par for Cheryl.
0: Okay. The, the witches I, three?
1: Yes. And I believe that the most um, out of character person is Bitsy slash Betty. <laughs> Well, okay. What do you mean by that? Because she, her new character in that land was the most different from her actual character in the show compared to everybody else. But I thought you said that she's
0: not, she's not a version of Betty.
1: Well, but like for the purposes of choosing someone who's out of character, we're going to have to just forget that because nobody else plays themselves except- Well, I mean, Fenn, Fen Fogarty. That's even more divorced from life than the 60s one. And also, Fanks (laughs) is not a gang. He could murder people. We don't no. Okay, Betty has been wanting to have children in all these in Riverdale things. Only in Riverdale! She's never mentioned having children in Riverdale and she's well, she, never she been didn't a lesbian in Riverdale. That we know of. I think we would know. Just saying, we don't know. We don't know her life. Oh my! God. There were God.
0: seven years that passed. We don't know what was going on. Actually, if she had been hooking
1: up with women in that time, we would have seen it. Stop apparently, it.
0: she was just hooking up with freaking Glenn, who had a wife. Just
1: married men, you know what? And I respect it. Good work, <laughs> okay. Betty. Uh,
0: I don't think we, I don't think we approve of that on this podcast. I'm gonna say I'm gonna be firmly non infidelity, but that's just me. I mean, she
1: didn't know. Like, it's not like she purposefully we saw don't him know, out. That she didn't
0: know. We don't know.
1: Uh, okay, but he's not purposefully sleeping with married men. Stop it.
0: I don't, I don't understand.
1: I don't think he was married until like last episode. When he
0: died. Oh, he's dead now. Oh, wow. Forgot about all the deaths last time. Yeah, it's um, been l-
1: I mean, it wasn't that much death. You, I don't know.
0: Fewer deaths this time. I mean, I guess Cheryl died, technically, and Nana Blossom, technically.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess.
0: Okay. Here's what I want to talk about real quick. I want to talk about how excited I am, my hopes are high, for next week's 100th Riverdale episode. Have you seen any of the pictures?
1: Yes. They're going, like, traditional Archie comics, and I read a little thing about what the episode's going to be, and it's Jughead is figuring out the truth of River Vale.
0: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a tie-in between River Vale and Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like it, sort of people are kind of flashing through multiple timelines. I think it's like a parallel universe kind of situation. So, intriguing stuff. Um I'm very excited to see uh w- what's going on with the, the the comics. Uh I always like I like I like a nice, you know, the little like uh Jughead with the little crown and Veronica with the bangs and it's fun. It's fun times.
1: I mean, they've already done it once, so I'm Tabith- Tabitha's
0: wig was not great, though. I did see in the picture. It looked well, pretty, pretty bad. they aren't
1: really good at wigs on this show. So no. So I'm not
0: surprised.
1: We actually have an entire list
0: about how bad at wigs they are right. on this show. Uh, we haven't been tracking it for a while, but, you know, whatever. That's like a, that was like a season three thing. Okay, yeah. great. Well, this was fun. I had a good time. Oh, actually, real quick. Time. I had one more thing that I wanted to bring up because I do think it is a potential hypothesis for Riverdale season six, um, the ending Walk and Talk with Jughead, he says, I feel like the 20-something witch Sabrina Spellman visiting Riverdale from the neighboring town of Township of Greendale summed it up perfectly. Happy, sad endings are the best, enough said. Which makes me think that there is going to be a happy, sad ending either next episode or to Riverdale as a whole in season six. I
1: I think it's more so there's going to be a happy, sad ending to Riverdale. You think so? I don't think... They are going to try... to. To milk the cow of Riverdale for as long as they can. They are not going to put a ending into place until CW pries that time slot out of their cold dead hands. They're not planning to end at all. I think it could
0: more so mean a change to Riverdale, such as Riverdale, but with different actors. If they Riverdale, replace
1: all of the cast, are we allowed to quit?
0: We I here's here's my compromise. If they replace all of the all of the actors, what we will do is we will shift to a one episode one Podcast per season format, a, a recap of the entire season. If we have to do it,
1: I accept your terms. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, there we go. <laughs> I was afraid you weren't going to accept it for a second. I had to think about it, I had to contemplate Yeah,
0: okay. Um, if they do that though, you just go ahead and you just get a big old pencil and you just start penciling in one tree hill all over your, t- your calendar. <laughs> You've got me now. <laughs> I mean, you can quit
1: Riverdale. You can't quit Kalski cast. That's that's one thing well, you're I allowed I do. I don't want to don't do. quit podcasting with you. I, I'm just, if they replace all of the cast on Riverdale, like.
0: It's so funny because I didn't really peg you as someone who was like <laughs> super into the cast.
1: You're always like, stop following them on Instagram. Well, yeah, no, I stop following them on Instagram, of course. But listen, it's less about the cast and more about finally I have left. <laughs> All right, fair enough, um, and it worked. We came to an agreement.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Well, this was
0: this was fun. Yeah, this we was had great. A, we had a cute little podcast. um Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Everyone. You're so punched. <laughs> I really am.
0: Okay, everyone. That's all for this week's episode. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back next time for the finale of the River Vale five part special. Hell Until yeah. then, you can follow me online at Frail Mary and you can follow Kowski Cast at Kowski Cast on every platform. That's Cow with a K. And if you're interested, you can check out Oh, I was over on the um oh, I think I already talked about this. Did I already talk about... talk about it again? Okay, well we'll talk about it again. I was on the um uh what uh shit ninety shows taught me podcast and it was it was very fun talking about Boy Meets World. So you know what I told you last week. I'm telling you again. Still time, still there. Go check it's it out. Still
1: there. Download it. Listen. Yeah.
0: You don't need to to have watched all of Boy Meets World. You just need to listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's right. It was fun. Kirsten, you can follow everywhere at Kirsten, said what? Twitch streaming, like a fool, tweeting. Like a fool? Well, I don't know. You know, that's like a phrase. Uh, Twitch streaming, tweeting. So she had some funny tweets about Survivor recently. And and just in general, actually, some funny tweets in general. thought they were pretty good. Yeah,
1: believe it or not, some people think I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do, at least. Um, also, you know. BoJack HorsePod, please yeah. listen to my BoJack Horseman rewatch podcast with Lindsay Wilson. We are finishing up season four a bojack so i saw you
0: just had a maddie fresh on
1: hell yeah we love having maddie fresh on it's just it was his third time on the pod um he's in the three timers club Lindsay threatened to give away all my birthday presents to give our three timers a gift and i was like but wait why do i have to give up my bucket hat for them until next time bye Wait, did you get a bucket hat for your birthday? I got two bucket hats. I got a french fry bucket hat and I got a leopard bucket hat.
0: What is a french fry bucket hat? Uh, Well, I'll show you. Yeah, I would love to see this. See, this is where I would normally say, if you want to see what the French Fry Bucket hat looks like, go check out the YouTube version of this podcast. But that doesn't exist, so you're just gonna have to take my word for it. Alright, hold on. She's run back.
1: I'm back. Okay, Let's so see. first this is the leopard okay. bucket
0: hat. Leopard leopard print very Kirsten goes it's very with a lot of her, I have her bun other in, leopard print. So
1: it doesn't work. I, but I, I
0: think I need to see you in like a full leopard out- outfit, like very cheetah girls style. I'm in. Okay. Oh,
1: French Fry. It literally,
0: yeah, it's a uh, it's bucket hat with like basically a print of, of french fries all over it
1: i can't wait to wear this when i go floating down the river next summer baby now are you a big uh,
0: french fry eater as well like you like french fries is that your like a uh, fry of choice i uh, meant if uh, you're potato of choice <laughs> that's
1: what i meant it's so weird that I could talk to someone pretty much every week for years. I don't think you've ever brought up french and fries. And you could not know how much I love french fries. But favorite potato. They're my favorite food, Mary. I d- okay. Like, they're this everything mi- to this me. This has n- never
0: been mentioned on the podcast. I can't
1: believe this has never come up. I love french fries more than pretty much anything on the planet. Whenever I end up like at the pub with friends, I'm always like, can we order some table fries? So are you like a, you like a
0: shoestring, like a home fries? I have a, a curl controversial
1: fries. fave. I
0: actually really like uh, crinkle cut fries. That's that's very controversial. Crinkle that's probably cut, my least but favorite. But you have fry. to get them extra crispy. Yeah, I think cr- crinkle has got to be my least fave. No
1: way, man. Cr- steak fries are the worst. Mm, they're not my favorite, but crinkle um, fries Crinkle the worst. Crinkle, crinkle, cut, crinkle, crinkle cut fries extra crispy with seasoning salt is the best food you'll ever eat in your entire life. And that's why I, I like seasoning
0: salt. Okay, this will be after the post credits. So thank you all for who's, <laughs> who's listened to this part.